Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Hey, Happy Hour family. I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving if you live here in America and you listen to the show I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays. And this year looks obviously a lot different, but I still hope that you are able to enjoy some time with your family, whatever that looked like, either side by side, outside, socially distanced, over FaceTime. I don't know. I just pray you had a good day. Today is Black Friday. And also Black Friday will probably look different for a lot of you. But I know some of you are hoping to score some good deals, but I want to let you know, you need to be following me on Instagram. It's at Jamie Ivy because Starting today, we're giving away something for the next 12 days with items from our holiday gift guide. Did you hear the show last week? It's one of my favorite shows we do. If you did not hear it, go back and listen last week. Only on the podcast will you hear the discount codes and everything you might need to know. Every company that we're working with is amazing and they have some great opportunities for you to shop and get great gifts for your loved ones this year. So starting today, we're going to give stuff away. Make sure you're following me. Today on the show, my guest is Colton Dixon. Colton is a musical artist who earned his professional start on American Idol, which, fun fact, you guys, Colton is now the one, two, third American Idol contestant that I've had on the podcast. How cool is that? Colton really brought a good word today. I finished this interview and immediately texted Lindsay and went, I really liked that conversation. I'm so excited to share it with you. In today's episode, he talks about the hurt and bitterness that he felt after being cut from American Idol unexpectedly being dropped from his label a few years later, and the terrifying delivery scare that he and his wife Annie experienced just this year with their new twin girls. Colton also talks a lot about stepping into new seasons and how those difficulties really have shaped him. I loved it when he said, without those trials, our faith would be so watered down. Not that God is the source behind the trial, but that he will use it to build our faith. I'm so thankful for Colton's vulnerability as he recalls difficult time, but how he chose to trust God amidst it all. I enjoyed this conversation so much, and I think you will as well. Guys, we've told you about the children that are in the Dominican Republic that are currently waiting to be sponsored through Compassion International. There's a little over a thousand children who've been waiting for over a year. They've been waiting and waiting and waiting for a sponsor. We've had dozens of you say that you want to step up and you want to sponsor a child this year. And I want to invite you to join us this year. I know 2020 has been difficult. I know COVID has brought so many unexpected things to people's lives. But I would love for you to think about linking arms with Compassion International and helping a child have their life be affected by the local church and help them not only overcome poverty and not only get an education, but also hear the gospel. When you sponsor a child through this link that I'm going to give you, compassion.com slash Ivy, that's my last name, I-V-E-Y, when you sponsor a child through that link from now until the end of 2020, we're going to send you an ornament and a copy of my newest book, You Be You. One thing that is 
making me so very, very excited. Number one, I'm excited about all of the children that are going to get sponsored in the DR through you guys from now to the end of the holidays. Number two, I'm also excited because I've told you this before and I feel weird talking about it because we don't have plans in place, but I need you to know that we are dreaming of a happy hour plus compassion trip to the DR. We want to be able to go down and for some of you to meet the children that you sponsor. I have met almost all of the children that our family has sponsored and it is a trip of a lifetime. I would love it for you to pray about and think about sponsoring a child in the DR today. Visit Compassion.com slash Ivy, and you'll be able to see the children there. Most of them have been waiting for over a year. Compassion.com slash Ivy for all the details. It's $38 a month. And when we link arms with an organization like Compassion, not only is a child's life changed, not only is a family's life changed, but over time, the community is impacted for the gospel. Together is always better, like I say. Together, you and I, we can change the world for a family today. Go to Compassion.com slash Ivy for all the details. Okay, friends, here's my conversation with Colton Dixon. Hey, Colton, welcome to the happy hour. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay, small little tidbit of information I need to tell you is that I live in Austin, Texas. And, you know, this is our first time to meet. So I live in Austin, Texas. Been here, I don't know, 12, 13 years, something like that. I spent five years in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Isn't that where you live? I'm outside of Murfreesboro now in Nashville, but Murfreesboro is where I grew up and it's kind of really? hometown vibes. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Amazing. Where did you go to church there when you grew up? I was at Calvary Baptist Church and then I was at New Vision Baptist Church, which is kind of near the avenue and all that going on in Murfreesboro. So Listen, if I went to Murfreesboro today, I could not find my way around. I don't even know that I could find the house that we lived in. I'm a Texas girl, born and raised, been back here in Austin for 12 years, but we were there for five years. My husband's a musician, so that's what brought us to Nashville, so... Love it. Yep, there we were. So that's our little commonality. But thanks for coming on. I'm going to guess that there's not many people who don't know who you are. But just in case, give us your little bio of who Colton Dixon is. Yeah, well, I'm a musician. I kind of got my professional start on American Idol, which was eight or nine years ago now. That's crazy. Tried out with my sister. That's a whole story for another time, maybe. But uh, yeah, God's just been doing amazing things. He's opened door after door after door. I've been doing Christian music ever since then. The last couple of years, signed a deal with a major label, a mainstream label. So that's looked really new and different for me and for my team. But so excited for what God's doing with that platform. So yeah, that is like the really quick, condensed American Idol kid. That's the bio. And then... Our listeners are going to want to know, what is the biggest thing that's happened to you in 2020, Colton? Come on now. So besides a global pandemic, it's actually not the biggest thing that's happened to us this year. My wife and I welcomed identical twin girls into the world just a couple months ago. So they are still wee little babies. They're precious. They're amazing. Uh, Their names are Ava Dior and Athens Elizabeth. And they're just the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. They're amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, what you're trying to say is you cannot be held responsible for anything you say in the sleep-deprived state that you are currently in. That is absolutely correct. There's no telling (laughs) what's going to come out of my mouth right now. There's no telling. Well, you know what? This is funny because you're my third person who's been on American Idol to come on to the happy hour. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. I know. My friend Jimmy McNeil, who was early on on American Idol, and then Mandisa was on just a couple weeks ago before your show will air. And now, Colton, welcome. 
I just learned a couple of days ago when I was getting ready for this interview that the first time for you to audition was with your sister. Yeah. And so I think that's a really cool story because are you and your sister close? You were close enough that you're like, okay, I'll go with you and do this. Give us a little bit about how that started. Yeah. So I've got a really close knit family still do, even though I'm on the road a lot. When I'm in town, we get together and hang out and my parents own an escape game business in Murfreesboro. They just opened up an axe throwing wing. So they're like, Oh, that I'm is like, who fun. are you people? Oh this gosh. is amazing. Empty nesters. And <laughs> right. yeah. And now they're throwing axes everywhere. I and love now you're it. throwing axes. Yeah. But my sister and I are very close. So when we initially went to audition, I had no desire. I loved watching the show, but that's about as far as it went for me. My sister really wanted to audition. So I went with her. And as we're waiting outside Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, she's kind of like, you've got a great voice. Why are you not auditioning? And I'm like, just not my thing, you know, not my cup of tea. That just seems really stressful, you know, the whole thing. So she finally just convinces me to audition. And we both make it, which was crazy because there were so many more people, way more talented than we were not making it, you know. So we start advancing. We get to Hollywood Week and, and that's where she was eliminated was in Hollywood Week. And I went on to the top 40. And then that season I was cut. I was like, okay, that was fun. Cool experience. I'm done. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. And then the Ellen show called and she wanted me to go perform. And I've always been a big Ellen fan. Uh-huh. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. So I went and did that and just more and more opportunities started happening like that. But then it was standstill quiet. Yeah. God was working a lot on me as well on the inside, which was good because I needed it. And how old were you at the time? I was um, 18, 19 years old. And how old was your sister? She was 15, 16 years old. Okay, well, before you go on, I have a couple questions, Colton. Number yeah, one is on. you are a musician right now. This is your living. This is your job. This is how yeah. I've heard you say in interviews, this is how you get to be Jesus in this way. Yeah. But you show up to this audition and you weren't, were you doing music? Like this feels like the most like, what are we doing here? Like you just said <laughs> yes to your sister because you're a good big brother. I was doing music. It's so funny when we think we know God's plan. And we try and execute it in our own way. Yeah. That's very much what was going on okay. right there. Mm-hmm. I had heard other artists apart from American Idol kind of dog it, kind of go, oh, that's such the easy way out I or see. the overnight success thing. So I was like, no, I'm going to like, I'm going to make my it. own way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of my thinking going into it. I was totally full of it. You know, yeah. it was totally God's plan. I just wasn't savvy with it yet. So as that started to unfold, I was like, ah, I see. I see the big picture here. So yeah, that's what was going on. I read an interview where you said that getting cut from that first American Idol, you got this taste of fame. Oh, yeah. And then you got cut. And then I didn't realize this. And then you said like the Ellen show called. I would imagine that you're like, I like this. I'm enjoying this. And then you just mentioned God had to teach you some things. What did that look like? Because I always say that one of the, like the things that the greatest things that people desire is to be known, you know? And so that plays out in different ways in people's lives. And so all of a sudden sure. Colton Dixon was on American Idol and then you get cut and then the Ellen show calls. What did God teach you in that time? I think for anyone who's up on a platform in any degree um, will deal with pride at some point in their career or life or whatever that looks like for them. And for me, that was a big moment. I felt entitled. I felt like I deserved to be there more so than other people. It was a dangerous place to be. And when I got cut, I wasn't even all that much disappointed in myself as I was bitter. Mm. And I was like, I just thought I was hot stuff. You know, 19 year old kid Uh thinking, 
this is it. And they got it wrong. Yeah. And that over that summer was when I got to do things like the Ellen show. And even without those things, God was like, Hey man, like I have this plan set out for you, but if you're not going to be ready, then the timing's not right. It's kind of like the Israelites going to the promised land should have taken them. It was either eight or 13 days to get to the promised land. Fast forward 40 years mm -hmm. later, because mm -hmm. of their bitterness and their complaining or whatever, finally they're able and they're ready. Yeah. That was kind of that season for me. I'm glad it didn't take 40 years. Hallelujah. But <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. It only took, you know, another year, but yeah. I'm so thankful for that year because in order to go higher, you got to go deeper. Mm. And I didn't understand that going into that first season, but mm. over that summer, God taught me that. So I spent a lot of time just with him and, and developing that relationship. And then when the next season rolled around, I was ready. And what's hilarious is I wasn't wanting to go back to that second season either. Was it the very next season? Very next season. Okay. My sister wants to go again. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, that's great. I'll be there to support you. I'm really not auditioning this time. You yeah. know, I'm good. Uh -huh. I thought with those other opportunities that something was going to take yeah. place. Mm -hmm. So she goes into the judge round and they ask how I'm doing. She's like, oh, he's doing really good. You know, he's here supporting me. And they're like, oh, we'll go get him. <laughs> so she comes and gets me, brings me in the room and I'm sweating bullets. You know, I have a feeling I know what's coming. They're going to ask you to sing. Yeah, yeah, sure enough, they asked me to sing. And what people don't realize about a show like that is there are songs that are cleared and songs that aren't cleared. So they asked me to sing or think of a song while my sister was singing. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to ruin my sister's chance of getting aired on television and that whole counterpart that goes along with the show. What's a song that I know they've got cleared? So I started thinking through previous American Idol contestants yeah. uh -huh. songs, you know, yeah. so I picked one, a David Cook song, you uh -huh. know and sang and we both made it through again and it was just the craziest i was like okay obviously i had nothing to do with this i wasn't forcing my way or trying to audition or any of that stuff so god if this is you great let's do it let's go as far as we can go if it's not end it right now please yeah. i don't want this and i even asked my sister i'm like hey i realized that was a total breach in protocol yeah <laughs> I'm not trying to step on your toes. Like, if you don't want me to go, I won't go. It's really not a big thing yeah. for me. And she's like, are you kidding? That would be awesome to have you in Hollywood week, you know? So mm -hmm. she's amazing. Yeah. But long story short, she made it to where I did the season previous. Yeah. And uh, got cut right before top 40. And that's the year that I made top 10, did the tour. And wow, what a crazy year. Would you say that's the year that changed your life? I mean, on a professional level, let's let's say that. Professional level, yes. Yeah. You learn so much. You learn what to do. You learn very quickly what not to do yeah. by experience, <laughs> by doing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, such great memories. But it's it's a crash course in all things music industry. Yeah. You're learning what not to do on the business mm -hmm. side because mm -hmm. everyone makes mistakes coming off of Idol on the yeah. business side. And yeah. You learn how to tour and how to work a camera and just all of these things that I had no idea, yeah. you know, no experience. Mm -hmm. So yeah. super thankful. Let's talk about your faith in the midst of all this. Let's do it. Well, I know that you were with Sparrow for a while. Yeah. Um, and then now you've signed in with a new label. And so how was that going into Idol? How was that continuing to say and look, okay, I'm a Christian. And what did that look like for you deciding, here's how I'm going to do what I do? Because there's like two sides. I'm going to like do Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm going to do Christian music. Or I'm a Christian. Sure. And I'm going to do whatever else that actually means. So, so sure. how have yeah. you journeyed through <laughs> that? <laughs> Very well said. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
I actually grew up listening to Christian music. I still love it to this day. It would be my number one choice of listening to music, even just, you know, off the cuff. So going into Idol, that was kind of my extent of my music knowledge. Mm-hmm. We had, there were a couple times where they pulled out songs and I'm like, I feel like I should know this song, but I don't. <laughs> that is funny. For example, this is so bad. Just don't You're hold like it the sweet me. little Christian boy in there. Exactly. And they say, hey, you guys are going to sing Yesterday by the Beatles as a group. And I'm like, great. Just awesome. one, one second. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how. Just living under a rock, I guess. We weren't super sheltered or anything. That was just what I gravitated to. So, yeah, crazy. But anyway, so I kind of had that Christian music goal anyway. But coming off of Idol, I saw that God was doing something could look different than what I wanted, even Mm -hmm. just rewind to that first season, trying to make it happen for myself. I'm like, okay, God, like all limitations off, you're out of the box. Let's do it your way because it's Mm going to be way better than mine. Yeah. So I prayed like, man, as I go into these writing sessions, make it clear and make it known what market I need to go into. If we start writing you know, songs that could be about a girl or it could be about Jesus, (laughs) I'll have my answer. (laughs) Or if it's like straight up worship, stuff. Great. I've got my answer. And the first couple songs I wrote were my first two singles that we released to Christian radio, Never Gone and You Are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, this seems pretty obvious to me. Let me see what my team thinks. And they're like, yeah, you should do the Christian thing. Yeah, I think they would be excited and, you know, just all those things. So we met with Sparrow. They were amazing. I still love those people to death. They're still family to me. Yeah. But yeah, a couple years ago, switched gears. I always hear artists talk about like the one record that doesn't connect well with Mm -hmm. audiences or connect as well as they hoped. And and I had one of those records, still a record that I believe in and put my heart and soul into, but you never know. Yeah. And so I was in that season and surprisingly got dropped from my label. And it was a, man, that was a tough couple months. Mm -hmm. But my wife said something that was so good for us. She said, I know this seems like a setback, But what if God is actually just setting you up and preparing you for what's next? Mm. I've learned in life that in order to step into a new season, you have to let go of the old season. Mm. God is always stirring up something new every single day. So if you're so busy holding on to those, even if they're great moments, even high moments with God, if you're holding on to those, he's not going to be able to do anything new. Mm. So that was kind of that season of learning to let go as hard as it was mm. and blindly step out and go, I don't know what this looks like yet, but I trust you. Yeah. You've come through time and time again. This time will be no different. And we prayed and prayed and prayed and a few months go by and, and Atlantic Records actually reached out and were interested in doing a deal. Blew my mind. Yeah, Not on my radar at all. Huge fans of several other artists. But um, yeah, so this has just been a crazy two, three years of of writing songs that not only I believe in, Mm -hmm. but songs that people who would never step foot in the church could also get on board with. Mm -hmm. And that's super important to me, has been from the beginning. So I'm excited to have the right platform to service that side of things. Yeah. Your new song, Miracles. Yes. 
I want to talk about that song, first of all, because okay. that song, obviously, because I know how my husband's a songwriter and a worship pastor. So I know how okay. songwriting works is you didn't sure. write that song for COVID like, you know, but it came right. out in yes. the midst of all sure. this. And you're like, right. oh, my gosh, this is perfect. And you didn't write yeah. that song after you went through what you did with your daughters in the hospital, which I'll talk about that in a minute. Right. So it's yeah. cr- crazy how God sets these things up, right? That you write yes, something is. and go, wow, it's so relative right now. And I wrote this forever ago. My question before we talk about miracles is with your fans, with your people who have loved your music forever, have you had any pushback from that kind of switch or does it feel like a switch or is it only like an internal? Like, you know what I'm trying to say is like, have you had any pushback like, oh, Colton, are you selling out on us? Because I hate it when I hear that Colton side, first of all, but I totally get it. I hate it. That's a great question, actually. And there was a little bit of concern internally in our team, like, hey, we really want to be intentional here yeah, and make it known that I'm the same person, same beliefs, same mission. It's just through a little bit of a different yeah. lens. Yeah, And yeah, you know, it's funny. People have been extremely welcoming and supportive, Love it. which I didn't fully expect, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I've even been one of those people growing up, like, yeah. I won't name names. But <laughs> we I'll all know. To, it's okay. Yeah. You know, I listen to a band and I'll yeah. hear one version of a song for Christian radio and then I hear a mm-hmm. different version of the song. They change, you know, yeah. and I was just like, pick one. Yeah. Have you not read the verse about being lukewarm? Pick mm-hmm. one, you know, just yeah. that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And now being on the artist side, I understand because that band or those bands that I listened to, they had an opportunity to reach a completely Mm -hmm. different audience who would never open a Bible or go to church. So if you have that opportunity, obviously don't necessarily sell out your beliefs in order to do so. But if you can carry those beliefs and just package them a little differently, um, same truth, just package differently, do it. That's what we're called to do is to go and make disciples of many nations. So that's what I'm trying to do. And like I said, I'm so excited to be able to do that with this mainstream platform who is also extremely supportive of the Christian market. I love it so much. Okay, talk about your new song, Miracles, because it's such a good song. Thank you. There's so many things I could talk about with Miracles. Miracles came out of that season of not having a label, looking around, going, what's next? But since we were kind of forced to slow down during that season, we saw God come through Mm -hmm. in so many ways that we either took for granted or we're just too busy to notice. It could be as simple as like, hey, we're alive today and we're breathing and we're going to get through it. And the fact that we woke up today is a miracle in and of itself. We had so many things happen. Radio stations started playing some of my older songs more. So like my publishing checks or Mm -hmm. royalty checks, whatever, never skipped a beat. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Thank you, God. I, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously I know where that comes from. So that was a cool season for us, a faith building season. Yeah. And then I got to write the song with songwriting legend. Uh, his name is Busby, and he's done stuff with Adam Lambert, Pink, with Marin Morris. I'm just a stud of a songwriter producer. So I write this song with Busby. He's a Christian as well. So we're able to chat a little bit. And a couple months go by, and I'm hitting him up about a new demo, new update. And he lets me know that they found a tumor in his brain. Mm. And I'm like, what? Like just totally out of left field. And a couple of months after that, he was gone. Mm. So as a believer, you're holding on to these very words that you just wrote. It's like, God, I still believe in miracles. Yeah. And the very person that you shared that moment with, it for whatever reason, 
that miracle didn't happen. Mm. And I'm telling you, that's difficult and that's challenging and that's testing. I don't think we're going to understand everything on this side of eternity. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things happen that we don't understand or, or can't comprehend. But one thing that I do know to be true is that God is good regardless of the situation in all seasons. He also takes that which is meant for evil and turns it for the good of those who love God and follow Him according to His purpose. So that's what I'm holding on to mm. with Busby. So good. But it's been so cool to see how well this song is done and how many people the song has reached. Yeah. You know, every once in a while, we t actually took a Polaroid picture the day we wrote the song. It's in my studio, looking at it right now. And every so often, I'll just look and be like, you did that. Mm. Like, you know, it's just a really yeah. cool... That's cool. A cool thing that I get to have as I see people listening to the song, as I play the song live, yeah. which hopefully will happen more and more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's yeah. that was a really cool moment. That's really cool. And, and I find it so interesting in the middle of 2020 when everyone kind of having the moment that you had when you wrote Miracles was this moment of, I'm in this dry season. I don't know what's ahead. My future is unknown. I had yeah. to let go of something or got let go of something, however that happens to sure. people. Yeah. And this produced this faith building season um, within you and your wife. And now here we are getting to hear the song that you wrote in the middle of most everyone is having that kind of season in one way or another this year. And so I just think it's so cool of God to give you those words and that song. And he knew it was going to be released in the middle of a global pandemic, you know, and in the yeah. middle, of all, it's just, it's crazy the way God works. And yes. I don't know that we'll ever understand it, but isn't that, it's just amazing. And we're thankful for that. It really is. It's also terrifying as a songwriter. When you write something, it's like, whoa, that's heavy. I'm yeah. thinking, Oh, Lord. <laughs> What's coming? <laughs> What's coming? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Is it me or is this for someone else? <laughs> right. This is for someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. 
I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Let's talk about this real quick. You and your wife, Annie, you said earlier, you yes. guys just welcomed your twin girls, which is congratulations. Thank you I have so four much. kids. And so parenting is the best and the hardest thing that I'll ever do. But yes. you guys had a really big scare when your girls were born. We did. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I'll preface it by saying she had just the picture perfect pregnancy. Didn't throw up once. Just Oh my gosh. Just, All the women I, I are know. like, oh. Exactly. Like she is the exception to all of those rules. She just rocked it. And with twins, no less, just killed it. She went into labor naturally. So we go to the hospital and, and with every new nurse and technician and doctor that came in, they're like, man, these are the happiest twins we've ever seen on a monitor. So we were just like on cloud You're like, nine. look at my girls. I'm so proud of them. They're happy I before know. they even get here. <laughs> it was like the best experience ever. Yeah. But the experience kept going and going and going. So after about 30 hours of, you know, on and off labor, our doctor was finally like, hey, things aren't really progressing the way we want which is fine. There's no reason to be alarmed, but I think we should move to plan B. It's time to get these babies out. And we're like, yes, <laughs> let's do that. My wife especially is like, yeah, let's do that. So we moved to C-section. So we moved to the OR and again, had no reason to really be worried. And they pulled out our, our firstborn, Ava Dior, by 30 seconds. They were both born at 9 p.m. It's just like, it's hilarious. But they pull her out and she is just gray. This is your first one? First. Okay. And we're like, I'm thinking, well, I've never seen, you know, the birthing experience in person before, like newborn. I don't think they're supposed to look like that. Yeah. And she wasn't even really moving and it, it was hard to watch. Mm. But they bring her over to our left, which is they had two NICU teams in the room. It was a zoo with people mm. everywhere. They bring her over to our left and bring out the, the oxygen bag 
to resuscitate her. And they've got all the things. Can you and your wife see all this happening? She can. And she was surprisingly aware of everything, Mm. but she was calm. But I looked and I'm sure it was all over my face what was happening and she was looking at me. So I'm also, I'm so concerned for what's going on here. But then I also realized, okay, I'm kind of like the, she knows what's happening, but I don't know if she fully understands the how big it could be. Mm -hmm. So she's getting that information from my face. So how do I calm her down while still pouring what I need to in here? And uh, it felt like it turned to be, um, it was probably only a minute long, but they got a heartbeat and they got a breathing and slowly color started coming back to her. And and we were just like, that whole time, it's kind of like when your life flashes before your eyes, everything's in slow motion. That's kind of how it felt. And I knew that we were faced with the decision. It's like, man, do we do we actually put our money where our mouth is mm. and have faith that God is going to come through here? Or do we give in to fear? Because the easier option was just to open the door to fear because yeah. it was knocking really loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we started to pray. And I grew up Southern Baptist, but I think some Pentecostal came out of me that day. I don't know. <laughs> All the Southern Baptists have the Pentecostal come out of them in those moments. So <laughs> we're here for it. That's right. So we started praying and started binding up the enemy because mm. it was an obvious attack from the enemy. Just like, man, like you have no place here. You have no authority here. And this is my family. And I take full ownership and responsibility it just went through the whole thing, you know, and then watch. She came back to life and amazing doctors and nurses, but also obviously God was there in the room mm-hmm. with us and we're mm-hmm. so thankful. But yeah, it was a scary thing. And I would love to say that she was all fine and dandy after that and everything's great, but she spent a week in the NICU yeah. and didn't get to come home with us with her sister. And that mm-hmm. was, gosh, that was not just as hard, but man, leaving the hospital without her yeah. was awful. Mm-hmm. You walk into the NICU and it's just such a heavy place. And you realize, man, some of these babies might have it better, but a lot of them have it worse mm-hmm. than than our daughter right now. And seeing other parents and you know, like, you know what they're going yeah. through. It's a tough place. So anytime Andy and I were in there, we would just kind of be like under our breath, be praying for all the babies. Yeah. In there. Just be like, yeah. God, this room is going to be empty. Like in Jesus' name, it's going to be empty, you know, just Mm -hmm. all those things. and It's just a a crazy experience. But again, something I said earlier on in our conversation, without those trials, our faith would be so watered down. Yeah. Not that God is the the source behind the trial, but again, he will use it Mm -hmm. to build our faith. Yeah. So I always want to take on those seasons head on with and use my faith because I know at the other end of it, it's going to be stronger because of it. Yeah, it's so true. Everything that we've talked about today from like your first time on American Idol and having to walk through and kind of do some kind of heart searching and soul searching about what is it about this that I want and love? And then even, you know, with your job and your music industry and then with this, it's like all these experiences in our life. Everyone can relate to what you're saying, even if we've never stood on a stage and sung or had a record label or had twin girls when one born without a pulse. Like all of these things are relatable because life can just be so difficult sometimes. And so I'm grateful for your words and your music and encouraging people in those moments. Thank you. Yeah. Life doesn't happen always the way we want it to, but... I think most times it doesn't, Colton. Like, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) True that. But I think the important thing is how we respond. Yeah. And I think that's what God looks at as well. 
Yeah. So how has new parenting been? First time dad, two babies at home. What's it been yes. like? Yes. Amazing. Exhausting. <laughs> Sometimes disgusting. <laughs> but I will cap it off with saying amazing again. There's no experience like it. My wife and I didn't sit down and officially have the we're ready conversation. So our first one was a surprise. And then we go in 13 weeks after, you know, the positive test and our technician is like, uh, there's two of them. And we're, I about pass out. I'm like, oh, dear God, you know? Yeah. But it's, we wouldn't have it any other way. We know no different. So yeah. some people are like, how are you doing it with two? And we're like, we don't know what it's like with one. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of thankful for that. But it's been amazing. We love them. They're sleeping well. We're trying to stretch their sleeping schedule out a little bit further. Of but, course you are. Yes. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I'm about to turn into the old grandma right now. Are you ready? Come on. Wisdom, please. Well, it's not wisdom other than you literally, everyone will tell you this, Colton, and you're going to be like, okay. wah, 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 wah. You will blink. You <laughs> yep. will blink. Yeah. And I have a 16-year-old. I have. He's a junior in high school. I took my 14-year-old out on a date last night. We sat at the bar and ate sushi together. Not a bar with drinks, a sushi bar. Sure. And it's just in a moment they will go. So enjoy. Enjoy those babies and enjoy the moments. Even though it's difficult, know that it one day they'll be 15 years old and you'll be eating sushi at the bar with them. And where did time go? I know. So, so great. That is wild to think about. I know. Even seeing they've almost doubled in size already two months in and you're just like, uh... What do we do? What happened? Yeah. 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 Oh. No, not okay with this. You know, um, so they're funny. already not fitting into some of their clothes and we're like, no, it's happening. <laughs> it's know? happening. It's happening. It happens quick. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. I always ask people things they're loving and what they're reading and stuff like that. And I'm so intrigued because you, I don't know if you remember this or not, you wrote down that you're loving baby formula Keurig. Is this what I think it is? Because if it, I have a coffee Keurig and if this is what I think it is, you need to inform me. Yeah. So I'm going to inform everyone. Okay. It's by a company called Baby Brezza. Okay. B-R-E-Z-Z-A is the last word. And the formula powder goes in top. You fill it with water, just like a Keurig. You select your ounces, hit start, and in 10 seconds, you have a bottle, right temperature, ready to go. This is Saved amazing. Our lives. Amazing. Like, it's not that expensive either. It's worth yeah. every penny. If it was $1,000, I would say buy it. It's oh worth your time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. It Game changer. Absolute game changer. 
They also have a version that's just the water too, if you'd rather do that, which is Oh, super it just cheap. heats up the water a little bit? Yes, which okay. is the biggest hurdle with yes. Yes. bottles. It's like you sit there under the faucet or, <laughs> you know, it's just like, uh, and it's 3 a.m. And it's like, why, you know, amazing. That reminds me when you said that um, my second child came home through adoption. So our first is biological and then the second okay. was adoption. So we lived in Murfreesboro and I remember, yep. this is what I remember about what you just said. It sparked a memory in me <laughs> is I had this little like, it's almost like, do you have a charger where you just put your phone on it and it charges a little circle yeah. thing? Okay. So it was yep. like that, but it was a heater thing for a bottle. And yep. I remember in the middle of the nights, and my husband would probably out of town because he was always out of town. I don't mean that in a mean way. I'm just saying it's a true fact. Sure. He was always out yep. of town. I remember I would make a bottle and then I would put it on that thing and push the button and then it would warm it up. But what you're telling me is it does both and I'm here for it. Yes. I'm not having any more babies, but when I have grandkids, <laughs> I will use it. Yes. Yes. The warmer is great. We have one that you fill it with water and it kind of does the same yeah. thing. Yeah. But the all-in-one. Oh my gosh. Just- Game changer. Absolutely. This might become like what I'm going to get new parents for a gift. Like this is the baby Keurig. The best gift they never knew they needed. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Here's another thing, Colton. If we were like planning out things, you could make something for a new parent that you could make a cup of coffee and a bottle at the same time. Because then you're like, the baby needs the bottle. I need the coffee. Here we go. I don't know. I didn't start drinking coffee until our second kid. Like I wasn't a coffee drinker ever (laughs) until we had two kids. And then I was like, I'm going to need some coffee in my life. I'm going to need some caffeine. I'm going to need some caffeine. I get it. Uh, I started uh, not that long ago and the timing couldn't have been more perfect. I know. I know. I would have started anyway. Yeah. Okay. So y'all are loving this Keurig thing, which I'm so intrigued by. What else? You love TV, your reader. What else you got going on in your day or your life? So a couple of weeks before we gave birth to the twins, Annie's parents came and stayed with us just to help us get everything ready. We were fish out of water with, you know, all those things. They were so sweet to do so. And Annie has been with her parents ever since. When I have shows, I'll go off and I'll come back and join back up with the village that it takes Uh to run the house, you know. But her parents are really into a show called Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck. Mm -hmm. And the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's kind of what I expected. Uh Uh-huh. And then the the night after that, I'm like, we watching Blue Bloods tonight, you know? <laughs> I'm here and for this. We have been binging Blue okay. Bloods. It's like, I normally don't do TV shows like that. I'm normally, you know, I like Stranger Things or, yeah. you know, something like that. But we have been all in okay. on Blue Bloods. Can't wait for the next season. <laughs> you know, we're fans. Whenever I think of Tom Selleck, I think of when I was growing up, I'm 42. So he was on like, what was it? Was it Magnum P.I.? I'm going to totally. Oh, yeah. Magnum okay, P.I. I'm right. Okay, yes. And yep. I remember my mom always would say, like, he's so handsome. <laughs> and, and Tom's, I think he's still so handsome. You know, that's so funny that he's, he's still guy. doing it. He's the guy. Yep. He's the guy. Uh, okay, what are you reading these days? Um, I actually just finished a book by John Bevere. Mm-hmm. It's called The Bait of Satan. It looks and sounds really scary. I don't yeah. necessarily recommend busting it out on an airplane because people give you weird looks. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's actually what in, the idea behind it is what has inspired a song on my EP called The Devil is a Liar. But the whole idea is that there's two categories in life. God said the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come to give you life and life more abundant. So when you separate life into those two categories, you realize what's truth and what's a lie mm. a lot more quickly than when you just let life happen to you. Yeah. So the whole thing is like, don't take the bait. The enemy's a liar. And he goes into different aspects. He Man, one that was just so good and 
applied to me, I'm sure applies to a lot of church people is being offended at church. Mm. It's like, whoo, it's just so good. You know, how you leave one thing is how you're going to start the next thing. So just thinking twice before becoming offended. Honestly, I don't know as if we should ever be offended. I think that's a choice that we make. And whenever you become offended, you give your power and your authority over to whatever it is offending you. Uh You submit to that. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many things like that in his book. It's just really good. I think it's like the book that every Christian should read during 2020. There Um, you go. Okay. It's just really good. So I love the Bevere. So I'm going to check it out. Do it. It's an easy read too. Okay. So yeah, really good. Colton, it has been such a joy to spend my morning with you. Yes, it has. Congrats on the twins. Thank you so much. Congrats, congrats, congrats on the new label and the EP that just came out. And so I look forward to hearing a lot more wonderful stuff from you. So thanks for joining me on the happy hour. Thanks for having me, Jamie. It's fun. I told you guys I love this show. I was so impressed with Colton and I'm so thankful to hear that his twin girls are happy and healthy. And how amazing is that there is a baby formula Keurig. Listen, you guys, if you're like, I need this in my life, did you know that we link all the things in the show notes? We do. Go to jamieivy.com, look at the podcast, and you will be able to find the show notes and be able to find all this. Also, we're linking his song, Miracles. Make sure you go check it out. Today's show was edited and mixed by the team at Podshaper, and the music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. Show notes are written by Abigail Castell, and the whole thing is organized by Lindsay Sweeney. Guys, enjoy your week. Share the show with a friend. Have a happy hour with a friend. Come back here next week and hear my conversation with a friend of the happy hour, she's been here before, Jamie Grace. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.